Hello and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to Frank Answers with award-winning astrologer and author of Getting to the Heart of Your Chart, Frank Clifford. In this weekly show, Frank answers your most pressing questions about timing, so-called negative chart placements or transits, your relationships, and more. If you have a question you'd like considered for the show, please go to astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers and submit it today. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy Frank's empowering and validating astrological insights and guidance. Hey everybody, this is Frank Clifford and welcome to another Frank Answers presented by Astrology Hub. Now I have a question here uh, from May, uh, a few months back um, from Carol about her solar return. So apologies, Carol, for missing your solar return. I hope you had a great birthday. But Carol's question, uh, like so many others um, uh, that I've received, uh, is about a particular transit or a particular chart that she's looking at. And she says that this year's solar return, her ascendant is in Pisces, conjunct Neptune within a two degree orb. What's the best way to work with this energy, which is great. That's always the question that we want to ask ourselves. Uh, she says, I don't want to be dazed and confused all year. No, I totally, totally understand that, Carol. So let's take a look a little bit about um, solar returns. I want to share some uh, insights that I have um, with solar returns. So let's share the screen. Here we go. We just have a quick look at Carol's chart. Uh, we can see, of course, that transiting Neptune is about 24 degrees uh, 22, 20, 24 degrees this year of Pisces, square that Saturn. So, of course, Cal doesn't want to be dazed and confused all year. And she's got the moon and Venus conjunct in Aries. So she hasn't got time to be dazed <laughs> and confused. The Neptune transit to Saturn, in a way, is saying, how do I bring a greater level of creativity, spontaneity, and just love passion, art, music, whatever really feeds your soul. How do I bring that to my day-to-day -day life? Um, and the square to Saturn is challenging Cal to go beyond, to have a look at how she structures her life and to say, oh, that can go. I can leave that for a while, or that's not as important. That can wait. You know, Neptune softens things. It tells us to uh, take our time to just let things go if necessary and to realize that everything is a consequence, but at the end, it's all inconsequential as well. All the things, you know, Neptune tells us not to worry or sweat the small stuff. So I totally understand why uh, Carol is concerned about that this year. Now, I'm recording this now in September, so I hope you had a good birthday, Carol, but I'm going to give everyone a little bit of advice about solar returns. And this is Carol's solar return. And indeed, back in May, Neptune was 22 degrees Pisces on that solar return ascendant. Now, think of the solar return as an opportunity to, uh, to see what is possible, the potential of the year ahead. And the solar returns are from birthday to birthday, give or take a day or so. The solar return will fall usually on the birthday, the day before, the day after. Occasionally, if you're born in the morning and it occurs late uh, in the evening, it might be two days before your birthday or two days after. But generally speaking, it's your solar return will be the day before, after, or the day of your birthday. And 
if you expect things to be dazed and confused, they probably will turn out that way. Um, but what Cal's asking is what can she do with this type of energy? And when Neptune is strong by transit or solar return, again, we're being invited to step into a realm that is really not very Western world. It's not very um, uh, suited to what we tend to do. We run our lives in a very Saturnian way by schedule, times, commitments, deadline. These are all Saturn constructs. Um, Neptune says step out of that and get in touch with something that's truly heartfelt and not driven by expectation, by uh, uh, commitment, etc. So having Neptune strong in a solar return is saying, invite Neptune in the very best way into your life. And I always think of the easiest way to access Neptune is not through drugs, is not through alcohol, is not through religious gurus who promise to rescue you or save you. Um, uh, or even through astrology, if you're expecting astrology to do that for you. The best way to engage Neptune is through music, through art, through poetry, where you're getting in touch with an inner feeling. You're letting it go, you're painting, dancing, swimming, playing an instrument, whatever it is that gets you in touch with the rhythm, with the inner pulse, the inner beat. And so having a strong Neptune in the solar return says, it doesn't mean you don't wash for six months or, or turn up late to everything and you let go of your Saturn. It doesn't mean that at all. What it means is it's time to embrace the unfamiliar, the unfamiliar things that we, um, that, that are really from the Eastern part of the world that we're trying to inject into our Western world and the vice versa often happens. So think of it in that way. I think of the soul of a turn as a snapshot of what you could be doing in the year ahead. It's a time to renew your solar energy. Think of it like that. Now, Carol's had hers already in May, but any of you with a birthday coming up, think about what it is that you want to do in your life, bring into your life that is more of your sun sign, whatever star, birth, sun sign you have, think of it in those terms. Obviously, when we do a whole chart, it gives us more information. Uh, but Carol, on her birthday, is going to be reminded what it's like to be a Taurian because she has the sun in Taurus. So it's a renewed solar energy. And something I learned over the years, and I share this with clients who've got upcoming birthdays when I see them, is to Find out the time of your solar return and imagine the 24 hours after. And in this case, Carol's solar return is calculated for her birthplace. I tend to do that. Other people calculate it for, uh, for different um, places, wherever that person may be living or visiting. Lots of different discussion I'll share with you at a later date. I tend to do it at the birthplace to look at, for different patterns that evolve out of that. In Carol's birthplace, a solar return happens just before 4 a.m. And let's just see, it's, um, yes, the day of her birthday itself, the 13th of May. So from 4 a.m. to 4 a.m. the next day, I would say to Carol, do a little bit of everything that you want in your life in the coming year, in those 24 hours. You don't have to stay up for 24 hours, but do a little bit of everything. Invite that. So it might be you want to see more friends, 
you want to do a bit of art, a bit of music, whatever the rest of the soul will return says, and whatever you're craving in your life. Take your birthday, those 24 hours of the soul of a term, which again could be the day before or the day after, those 24 hours and invest in them. Think of that old adage of in astrology of a day for a year. Think of what you want in your life for the year ahead and add a little bit of that, sprinkle a little bit of that in those 24 hours. It might be you want to spend more time uh, with, with friends, with a family member, doing more writing. So the soul of a turn, instead of thinking this is what the year ahead is going to be, think of it as an invitation to do certain things, particularly in those first 24 hours uh, where you're being invited to participate and to construct a model, really, for the year ahead in those 24 hours. If you've missed yours, it's too late, your birthday was yesterday and you're kicking yourself for, for this not being uploaded before then, don't worry about that. Um, advise other people to do this. It's a very healthy way of engaging in the year ahead. And if you've missed your own, still look at your solar return if you have it, uh, but still make that commitment. And you can do that daily, of course. But at the solar return, there's a, um, it just engages you with that energy at that particular time. Um, it's far better than making a New Year's resolution on the 1st of January, uh, much better than that. Uh, it really is an engagement with yourself and with your soul. Okay, so Carol, we missed your birthday. Uh, do a little bit of that next year. Um, and if anybody else has any questions around that, please send them in. I'll do my very best to answer them. Okay, have a great one. Take care of yourself. See you soon. Hi there, this is Amanda from Astrology Hub, and I have some exciting news to share with you. Our beloved Anne Ortley is offering a series of workshops on the myth, magic, and power of the goddesses and asteroids in your chart, and you're invited to join. If you're curious about how to interpret the impact of asteroids like Eris, Juno, Ceres, and Athena, as well as the other thousands of asteroids in the sky, you're gonna love this workshop. It's happening live in September, and you get access to the recordings and course materials for life. Go to astrologyhub.com asteroids to learn more and join us today. That's astrologyhub.com slash asteroids.